Listener production. On today's edition of Footy Talk, I'm joined by Jay-Z Clark, where we dissect the Collingwood 12-point win against the Western Bulldogs. And where does Nick Dacos actually rate in the competition? We'll have a look back at the game Thursday night, where the Tigers ended Sydney season. And Jay-Z Clark gives us what will be making the headlines on Monday morning. You're listening to Footy Talk on this Saturday, round 17. We're starting to gear up to the business end of the season. There's been plenty of footy already so far this round and plenty more to come. I've got Jay-Z Clark with me here as we look and dissect last night's game, a big win by Collingwood. It was only 12 points on the scoreboard, Jay-Z, but they gave the Bulldogs a bit of a head start. Yep. Made it a bit interesting for themselves, but through the middle part of the game, they kicked 11 of 12 goals. They set up a 30-point lead, and the Bulldogs made a little semi-fight back at the end, but really, the Pies just showed why they're the top team and probably showed where the Western Bulldogs are at. They're good, just not quite good enough. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Joey. I think apart from that electric sort of start with the Jamar and Aaron Norton uh, for the Bulldogs, I thought Collingwood sort of dominated the bulk of this match. So, I mean, I was swip- starting to flip over to the cricket at about three-quarter time thinking they had the points uh, in the bag. The big takeaway for me out of this one, Joey, was not that Nick Dacos is going to win the Brownlow medal. Mm-hmm. It's by how far. Mm. He was unbelievable again last night, and he looks like a second-year steam train that will not slow down. So I think we're going to be now, I thought, yep, he's going to win the Brownlow medal. Now it's like the story on the night's going to be that he could win by margin. It's funny, the same thing I was thinking laying in bed is, I mean, We've done it all year. I mean, I've done our top five players this year, and I've got Nick Dacos at one. He's having the best year. But I've now come to the thought, if you lined up right now today, Jay-Z, every player in the competition against the wall, and you said you can have first pick, it's getting to the point where you're taking Nick Dacos off the wall first. I mean, this is we're talking about Bontempelli and we're talking about oh. Petrarca. I'm getting to the point, if you said they're all lined up, yep. Joey, who are you grabbing first? Okay. I think I'm going to take Nick Dacos. He is. It's an, an incredible question, right? However, let, let me delve deeper for a second. Is it because of the Collingwood system? Can you put Nick Dacos into the Bulldogs or the Saints system and you and you get the same output? Or is he in, is it like a solar eclipse at nah. Collingwood where all those planets line up and you just get the 100% out of him? I, I just had this little moment. There's a bit of flutter. I just pictured Nick Dacos in St Kilda's midfield for just one second, and I thought, no, no, I think he would do the exact same thing. Yes, I yeah, think really. he would. I think he'd run around and get thirty and kick two. Well, yep. that's your point. So I think I think he is now the best player in the game. And and to indulge in this just for one second, can you think about what sort of career this kid is going to have? Like, is he? So he's got like the whole Judd, and he's the best ball user. And like, yeah. who would have thought that he could overshadow Scott Pendlebury, the Collingwood midfielder, yeah. as the ball user? Yeah. For goodness' sakes, like it's amazing. Like we're looking at a kid, and he could be—I don't know. So he, I'm, again, you go. There was the point when Gary Ablett's junior got to that level in 2007. It was probably the, when it was like bang, Ablett's yeah. now right. Yeah. Okay, so for the next nine years, yes. Ablett played at that same level, yes. whether he was in the worst team in the comp or the best team in the comp, wherever he was playing, Gold Coast Geelong, back yep. at Geelong. He was the best player from 2007 to about 2015, wasn't he? After the he best player in the comp until he hit the yeah. shoulder. Yep. So Nick Dacos, you think, is going to be at this level. Yeah. But he's starting in his second year, yeah. so he's going to be at this level for like 12 years. Yes. Well, look That's at- the scary. That's the scary proposition. He's going to be in Brownlow contention. Every yeah. year for the next twelve years, yeah, they better think. start building a big cabinet, a oh. big old cabinet, or some sort of. And we're shit not being we're not being over dramatic here. I don't <laughs> think either. I'm not one to sort of carry on, but 
that's just the reality. So we're going to get to the phase where we're not going to start having the conversation about him physically being targeted again. Like, what's it yeah, going, what's have it, to. What is life going to be like for Nick Dacos in finals? This is what I think is probably going to happen, whether it's this year or next year or in two years. Teams have to, or coaches have to then change the game to, to be able to manage whatever's the new system or the new way. And it might have to be something about Nick Dacos and yeah. these players. It might not just be him. It might be Zach Butters. And if you can have these smaller statured players – dominate, maybe there will be something. Oh, I think teams are going to have to, especially the finals teams, are going to have to look at doing something about Nick Dacos. You cannot let him run around and yeah. do his own thing. But you need a sort of a tag or a defensive midfielder who can move, if you know what I mean. Like they, they need to be able to run and keep mm. up yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But what an extraordinary performance. We I touched on Scott Penderbury. Maybe you should pick up uh, this one, uh, Scott. He's now the um, – uh, games record holder for disposals, yep. overtaking Robert Harvey. For me, it's not the way to possessions. For the bulk of that period, he has been the best ball user in the mm. competition for mine. So a incredible record, but when you think about the quality and the accuracy in congestion, I think, wow. Yeah, the numbers like that and the record, it's it's that level of level of high consistency for so long yep. is what it is. It's a bit like, you know, LeBron James breaking the all-time scoring record. It's the same thing. It's the longevity yep. and the high level to be able to get numbers like that. So well done to Pendles. It's yep. a, a great record. Not sure. It'll probably get beaten, let's be fair. At some stage, I'm not sure who it'll be or when. Nick? Um, yeah, probably Nick Dacos, probably. <laughs> but we'll have to wait for about 15 years for that to get close. But uh, it was a good performance, and I really liked um, – Jamie Elliott, too. I mean, how important is he going to be in the finals for them? He is their number one man in the forward line. And the strange thing for the Bulldogs is their forwards played pretty well. Cody Waitman mm. was great. Jamara, his kicking's an issue. You know, if he can kick straight, he, he's ready to be a superstar of the competition. Again, he missed some goals where you're like, oh, he could have really made a big difference. Two yep. goals, three. One got marked on the goal line. Um, so he was good. Their midfielders were good. But as we just said, they had a good crack, the dogs, but they're just not quite at Collingwood's level. Yeah, and Norton um, figured early. Do we feel like – did Aaron Norton make that step back? Was it a step forward for him, do you think? Or yeah, it was better. It's still... an improvement. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. So um, – We're talking yeah, about was... his future. Yeah. Sorry, Joey. Are they are they English and Norton? Are they both um, non-negotiable keeps yeah, oh, for the yes, Western Bulldogs? absolutely. Okay. While they're trying to win flags, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Would they? Would there be any part of them who has doubts about the future of the kennel moving uh, so forward? They, the players themselves. Yes. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I'm always one. If you're happy where you are, you're in a good team. You you like your coach. You you, you know. Why would you want to leave? Unless you are genuinely homesick. Yeah. But most of the time, these players generally end up staying. I, I think, know there's a bit of talk. They're both Western Australians, but I can't see why they would want to leave. No. I think um, when Western Bulldogs fans assess this, exactly, I'm, I'm on the same page. It's just to put in their hand out to make sure they get the seven figures, I think, Joey. Yeah, that's right. doesn't hurt to say, I'm mm. from Western Australia, and there's a couple <laughs> of clubs over there that are asking questions. Just get a bit more, a few more zeros on the end of it. So anyway, it's a strong performance. Collingwood got the job done. Yep. Uh, we will chat about some of the other games just quickly back yes. to Thursday night. Just your yep. quick takeaway from the Richmond City game. I was there. I loved it. Um, I thought it was really significant. For two reasons, I thought, wow, this Richmond side's dangerous on the run home, so they need to win six out of the last seven to make it. I thought they'd play West Coast Hawthorne the next couple, so they're going to get a bit of momentum, you think, there. I think, right, they're not out of it yet. Well done to turn it around. And um, to Andrew McWalter, it's just a big tick, just another big tick. Not saying he gets it, he deserves it, he's the front runner or anything like that, but the ticks are stacking up. And they'll weigh it up at the end of the year. Adam Uzo, Don Pike, Dean Cox, they'll all be in the mix. But whatever he did on Thursday night against the Sydney side, which is a bit of still a bit of a question or a big question mark, I thought he, he's he's worked the magic, and that's what coaches do. So um, I was really impressed. Well done to Dusty and Shea Bolton. 
Where, where is he stacking up in the competition now? We we, we top Shay. Yeah, he's back. Yeah, Shay Bolton's back to being a top twenty. Yeah, top twenty player in the comp this year. And Dusty, when you got Dusty and Shay playing well, and then some uh, some uh, lesser lights here. Yeah, the Tigers a good quick word on Sydney. They've been ultra disappointing. I mean, again, so they dominated the first half like they did against Geelong the week before. Yep. And then as soon as you take away something of Sydney, you take away a bit of their ball movement, or you crank it up around the contest. They've shown this year they just can't stack it up. They yep. can't go back to back for full games, for, for full seasons, and uh, and they've got some work to do. But back to the drawing board for them. If you're Harry Himmelberg and you're weighing up joining Collingwood, Richmond, Sydney, Richmond, Sydney in particular just played, that's the crossroad, which who do you think's got the brighter well, future? Richmond, Collingwood Sydney. In there, don't throw Collingwood. Oh, okay. you, why would you not want to go to Collingwood? Right. Richmond, so. Sydney. Richmond, Sydney. Uh, Who's got the better list? Pick one. Early pick one. I, I thought last year in grand final you'd all go Sydney now, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm starting to think, hang on a second. Is, is it actually the Tigers? For they don't have the under twenty two talent, you know the midfield depth, the young, you know who's coming through? Question mark. But yeah, maybe maybe still Sydney with they've still got a lot of quality, um, but they've just got to play more consistently. Yeah, led by Chatty Warner when he gets back. Hey, we will take a break because we will look at the rest of the games for the weekend. Jay Z, mm. you're listening to Footy Talk. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Listener. Please hit the like button, leave us a review. Of course, new episodes every day at lunchtime. Listening to Footy Talk. Of course, you can hit us up on Instagram or on TikTok. I'm here with Jay Z Clark. Let's have a look at the games this weekend. Jay, and let's start with a big one tonight. Top four on the line. Who would have thought, <laughs> if you had said to a St Kilda supporter at the start of the season, hey, round 17, we're going to be playing Melbourne, and the winner is going to be a game clear in the top four? Do you reckon the uh, St Kilda supporters would have believed? Whoever was telling them, or they would have said, go away, this is another one of those scams. But, yeah, that is the case, and uh, huge game. Oh, and I love I love the prospect of this for the sense that you know exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be a Melbourne team who's been frustrated forward, who can't convert, and it's going to be a St Kilda side, expert defensively, are going to park Driving that bus, mad. that biggest bus they can find, and it's going to put, try and put doubts in Melbourne's head for the first half. And then St Kilda with their run on the outside are going to try and get them with the in the uh, in the endurance battle. So I think it's going to be fascinating, and all the pressure will be on Melbourne to capitalise in the first half. I'll tell you, you see why, it the same I, way. I tell you why the Saints will win. So Friday, I've signed up at the Danny Frawley Centre. They've got the gym there, and they've got right. a, a, a sauna and a spa. And yes. So I did a little bit of weights, and then I went in, and sat in the sauna before yes. I was going out for. A You're boo- looking good for a boozy lunch. I sat in the sauna. <laughs> I'm in there just with me little pot belly, and then all of a sudden, Big Max King strolls in, Did-dee. come and sat down in there with me, and I said. Yes. Maxie, hey, Stephen May's a good defender. I said, don't let him body you. Run and jump at it. You're too tall for him. So, so uh, Maxie, so I've got him. So Maxie King's going to kick four, and uh, the Saints will get the job done. So you're, that is going to be a beauty. You're all giving pep talks to key forwards. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't help myself. How you feeling, big fella? You good? Yeah. Hey, Maxie, no, just make sure you don't yes. get caught in a body wrestle with Stephen yeah. May. Yeah. Just get around him and run and jump. And yeah. was he, do you think he was listening? Was he just sort of shut down and nodding his head I at think that point? He went straight to his headphones. Oh. Anyway, what about the couple of other games? The other beauty I'm looking forward to, uh, this is on Sunday, but Essendon and Adelaide. Yep. It's going to be a cracking game. Same thing. Top The team, lose, will be out of the eight. Yeah. The winner, uh, you got to give them give their flowers. A big tick to whoever wins this game. Genuine fifty fifty for me. This both both supporter bases will go to the game thinking they are right up to the next and a win here. And as you say, I think it'll be significant for, for the winner. I tell you what, if F, if Essendon come out win this game and then come out of it and go, oh, it's a we're just building and we're not sure what we're going to happen and don't get ahead of yourselves. Like, give me a spell. We can we can rip the lead off in a sense. 
um, if the bomb if the bombers win this because then you're thinking, well, yes, you are going to make finals and start embracing that possibility because at the moment it is Spin City, uh, Tullamarine, and I think that they are a better side than they're actually giving themselves credit for. Or maybe they know that and they've just got everyone fooled. But if they win this, then you want to make sure that your September is free is an Essendon fan, I think. Yep. they win. Whoever wins, I think, will definitely play finals. The loser is in a precarious situation. In the final game, we'll look at Fremantle-Carlton, a bit like Thursday night. The, the loser basically can write them off. Year's done. That's the Sydney Swans. Yep. You think the same for this game. There's a little bit of buzz around Carlton. Could they? Maybe. Yes. And Fremantle have been hard to catch this year. How do you see this one playing Are you buying out? the buzz? Are you buying the Carlton? For Carlton? Yes. No, no way. Not yet. Either. No way. I've learned my lesson. Yes, yeah. yes. So I think um, this is – and I've been very disappointed by Fremantle this year because I've rated them. I rated love what they did last year. I thought this year would be the natural progression. Jai Amos deserves a big tick. I'm loving Caleb Sarong. Don't know what's happened defensively. Midfield is – Probably may, may not have the depth, and um, but I just think at home that this is a game they have to win. Should win indeed, Fremantle. Hey, going to be another cracking weekend. We always love to finish, Jay-Z, about what will be your headline, what will be the back page news, either Sunday or Monday. Yes. Um, bombers blow lid off, right, with Brad Scott with a big, beautiful smile on the front page, and it's going to be a headline around the, the drought breaker, the first finals win since 1963, I mean since uh, 2004. So I think that if the Bombers can get up, then the uh, Tullamarine supporters can can start to dream big about their first finals win in nine million days. And for mine, it would be St Kilda, almost a lock for top four. Ooh. They beat Melbourne, then they play Gold Coast, North Melbourne, Hawthorne, Carlton. Yep. That's their next four. Unbelievable. If they beat Melbourne, Gold Coast, North Melbourne, Hawthorne, yep. Carlton. They'll be maybe eyeing top two. Who knows? But anyway, going to be a great weekend. And then hopefully for those supporters of Essendon and St Kilda, they don't fall too flat. And uh, and the reality strikes on a Monday and they go, yeah, this is what it has all been about. Hey, thanks for joining us today, Jay-Z. Enjoy your weekend of footy. Hope you enjoyed the show. Of course, tomorrow we'll go around the grounds and analyse all the action from the Saturday's games. Enjoy your weekend. Listener.